Yours is the only one going. I haven't started. So. Oh, you didn't even tell me you started it. No, I just did it like 10 seconds. I'm so sick of you. Good evening, everyone. Hello to our tens and tens of fans. Welcome to 717 Football Podcast, episode three, the one where Bubba shows up. Okay, everyone. This is uh, JP here. We have a new host with us this evening. His name is Bubba. He's my best good friend. I've known him for way too long. So uh, we're just going to get started. Uh, he's going to say a few words. Bubba, what's on your mind? Well, first of all, thanks for uh, the invite. I did listen to the first two episodes. Sounds like a lot of fun. Obviously, you three work together, so you guys have a nice, playful banter. But uh, like JP said, I have been friends with him for way too long. Uh, and actually, I've been coming uh, good friends with the two of you. So this is, should be fun, easy, um, pretty painless, hopefully. But uh, it's also my first go-around, so we'll see how this goes. Welcome, Bubba. Thank you, Drew. Welcome. Thanks, Cookie. Hello, Bubba. Jobin. So should we just jump right into it? Let's go. All right. So do we want Bubba to get all caught up with us and we'll just run through his division winners and see if he has any yay or nays with that. Any caveats like Joe Burrow straining his calf? That's a good point. So I did bring that up. Obviously, I didn't pick winners before any kind of preseason OTA stuff happened. And Burrow did have that calf strain, I believe is what they're saying. That is correct. Which could linger into the regular season. So I kind of took that into consideration. So could flip-flop my uh, AFC North uh, predictions. But I can go down through just giving you um, the team I think will win each division and how many wins they have. And then I can also kind of tell you what I have for like seeding and playoffs and we can go from there. So um, AFC East, I have the Bills winning that division in a tight race with Miami and the Jets. Uh, The Bills having 14 wins, which seems like a lot, but. um, That's right on par. Right. And I also have the Jets with 13 and Miami with 12. You're out of your fucking mind, but go on. (laughs) He's also a Rodgers hater and I am not. I'm not a Rodgers hater. (laughs) He's just a bitch. Well, that'll happen. Rogers. Although I will say this, with Mike Greenberg being like all over the Jets now, like they're not a shit team because they got one player, drives me insane. To be honest, they needed that one player to not be a shit team. Well, you're not wrong, but is he really make them You just contradicted yourself. (laughs) Does it really make him or make them a Super Bowl contender because they got one player? I don't think so. Yes. Okay. Well, we differ, which will happen because we're best friends. We argue about everything. No, we the don't. fuck we do? <laughs> You're fucking wrong. <laughs> it's pretty true. All right, what do you got next? Through AFC North, I have Baltimore winning that division with 12 wins. Cincinnati finishing in second with 12 wins, but Baltimore having the head-to-head. <clears throat> and then in the South, I have Jacksonville running away with that with 13 wins, which is probably a little much. They're probably going to be more like 11. Maybe 12. That's what I picked. I have 11. You have 11? Okay. 
I kind of ran through like what ESPN had down for the schedule each week and just went game by game, just put like a tally. Wasn't really taking into consideration, you know, how close games could be or whatever. So we'll just go with that. But uh, AFC West, I have the Chiefs winning that division at 13 wins. Really? Cool. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no one did, right? Yeah. Um, what do you have the Raiders at? How many wins? I just want to know. I have seven. Well, that's one more than I put in. But oh. I, also, I also have the uh, Chargers with eight and the Denver Broncos with, or sorry, the Chargers with nine and the Denver Broncos with eight. Side question. Interesting. Bubba. Yep. Who's your favorite team? Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Philly all the way for all four major sports teams, but that's a whole other story for another day. So, uh, moving on to the NFC East, I have Philadelphia Eagles with 13 wins. How many wins? I'm sorry. 13. 13 wins. So, one less than last year. Um, I have the Detroit Lions winning the North with 11 wins and Chicago with 11 wins, but Chicago losing that tiebreaker. So, I, I think Justin Fields makes a jump. I really do. I know. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Good thing we don't have video. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I still don't believe in Kirk Cousins in prime time. So there was a couple matchups where he could have gone one way or the other, and I saw that it was in, in uh, like four o'clock or eight o'clock or Monday night, and I'm like, he's losing because he only wins at one o'clock. So kind of where I was at with that. Uh, the NFC South is the one that really was a thorn in my side because I don't see any team standing above another. I know Drew said he likes Carolina. It could happen. Um, I personally have Atlanta winning that division with eight wins. Ooh. Well, so, I have I Carolina mean, with seven. I have the, the Saints winning the division with nine wins. I have the Saints with two wins. Really? I, I forgot remember what I had. You know I why? I just I realized why. I could not remember that Carr is their quarterback, so that's going to be way wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say he's like this elite passer, but I personally feel as if he's better than... Desmond Ritter, Bryce Young, and Baker Mayfield. Well, so you got to remember, Atlanta has Taylor Heineke. And I think Heineke's actually a pretty decent quarterback. Ritter is the starter. As of now. Doesn't mean that won't change. I actually think that Heineke could beat him for the starting job. I really do. By week one? Yeah. Not a chance. We'll see how preseason goes. Preseason my foot up your ass. (laughs) I also think B. John Robinson will be the reason that that team actually wins games. B. John, cookie. Spell it. B-I-J-A-N. There you go. boy. He learned from week one. Where do you go to college? Uh. <laughs> this is where you're going to hate me. Texas, yeah? Yes, correct. Longhorns. That's the Longhorn symbol. Yeah? Yeah. Texas, horns. Texas Longhorns? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Earl Campbell, does that ring a bell? <laughs> we only talk active players. No. Yeah, the spelling. I'm just kidding. Counts. We're going to have gonna have a whole Hall of Fame thing going on. Ricky Williams. Pothead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. University of Texas. Okay. Anyway, um, and then the NFC West, I have your 49ers winning that one, Cookie, with also 13 wins, but losing the tiebreaker to the Philadelphia Eagles because they're going to lose to Philly in Philly. I've said that. I I know you did, and I tend to agree with you. It doesn't mean that they can't, that Philly can't lose that game. I just don't see it. Um, You might get us in the playoffs. Who knows? So who are they winning the division with? Playoffs! (laughs) What do you mean? Who's winning? What? What quarterback are they winning with? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I think um, 
I think uh, Brock comes back no. and, and takes care of it. It's going to be Darnold. I, I think Darnold gets him through like the first month. Hour and a half. And then I think even if he struggles or doesn't struggle, I, I think that they put Brock back in there. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if they'll trade Lance. They should. But they gave up a lot of draft capital to get him. Oh, my God. I watched well, a video of Trey Lance. Try, <laughs> My God. He's doing this like really terrible scramble drill. And then he just goes to throw the ball to the coach and totally nerfs it like four feet over his fucking head. And like, I'm not an NFL quarterback. It was like a 15 yard throw. I feel like they should be able to do that. Eyes closed. I mean, Mahomes does it not looking. He can do it with his left hand. In a game. In, in a game. <laughs> with his left hand. With people bearing down on him and Andy Reid eating a hot dog. Talking about practice? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Just for reference. When can we get the fake Andy Reid instead of this other fat ass? <laughs> I know, sometime during the season. Hell yeah. I am fat, but I do not look like Andy Reid. 5'10", 250. The and Robbie Gold. Or me? Robbie Gold can still kick my ass. That That's his dimensions. That's, that's, that's his. my, that, yes, my dimensions. <laughs> that seems a little light for me. And I'm assuming a little light for fake Andy Reid. <laughs> All right, Cookie. Um, well, hang on. So... I want to run down through like the playoffs or whatever. Didn't we? Didn't you guys discuss that too? Uh, uh yeah. episode, yeah, yeah. More what or less. You, yeah. Uh, what do you got for the AFC rundown? So I just got to. I didn't actually like draw the bracket, so I just have to look at this. Oh, so you did half your homework. Well, I can look at it and tell you who I think is going to win based little, upon little, the matchups. A little more than Drew, not as much as me. <laughs> not a competition, guys. <laughs> Everything's a competition. Well, you also have a spreadsheet with highlighters and all kinds of shit. So um, I wrote this down on a scratch piece of paper. <laughs> I can't help that I was prepared. <laughs> Is that like a lot? I also minute, got like... told yesterday at about, no, that was this morning. I got told this morning that we were recording today and not just doing like a <laughs> sit down of what we're going to do. I thought you were actually going to be upset if we didn't do a recording. Yeah, no, I was uh, looking forward to just getting like a feel for it. And oh, no, no, no. Right trial in. by fire. Oh, All right, I got, Thursday I got... night football nights is the feel for the show. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. True. I got, I like that. I got horribly shoehorned into doing an episode right now. Mm. I was against it. Yeah, but then you got very excited. You got super excited after like, we're doing it. Well, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. I will say that I'm having a blast and I've only been here for five minutes. I'm having a blast, guys. Five minutes Dude, too I long. need more. I need a glass case of emotion. Um, Shatter it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati, I think uh, Kansas City takes that one. Um, I know they try to call it Burrowhead, but yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. Um, I think the Jets upset the Jags. Uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and I think Baltimore wins a close one because of their defense over Miami, which then would mean Buffalo would play the Jets, and I think the yeah the, then Kansas City would play Baltimore. I think Kansas City advances, and so does Buffalo. I thought you then, said they had. Uh, no, no, nope, you're fine. Yeah, you probably thought I had Cincinnati as a division winner. Yeah, no. um, I have them at the same record, but I have Baltimore beating them with the tiebreaker. Um, and then I think Kansas City uh, loses to Buffalo. I think this is Buffalo's year to actually make the Super Bowl. Um, so who do they play? 
well, let me get over here to the other side. Um, I have like me. the seating the seating as follows: Philly one, San Francisco two, Detroit three, Atlanta four for winning their division. Homer. And then, uh, Chicago five, Dallas six, and the Giants seven. I think that San Fran handles the Giants easily, and I think that Detroit will beat Dallas in a close one. Um, and then Chicago beats Atlanta which then means Chicago has to come to Philly. They're going to lose. And I think we get a rematch of the um, NFC Championship game of last year with San Francisco and Philly. Ooh, 41 to 7. Yeah, it's not going to be that much of a blowout either. I think that game will be really down to the wire. What quarterback's That's what playing? said about the last one, too. Oh, shit. What? The, the regular Your last year was going to be the same way in the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I think Philly gets back to the Super Bowl because of being that close and losing to Kansas City on the last second field goal. Um, and I also, I mean, no knock on Cookie's team. I think that the improvements that the Niners and the Eagles made this year, uh, I like the Eagles' improvements slightly better with their um, drafting. Not that you guys didn't have a good draft because I think you had a really good draft, but um, adding a few pieces that the Eagles added, I think that's going to be good. Jaylen question Carter. will be there. So, yeah, is, it, Carter, is it the Smith. Philadelphia Bulldogs or the Georgia Eagles? Mm, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, or the Georgia Delphia Eag Dogs? <laughs> I like that. Or Bulgles. Georgia Delphia. Oh, I like the Bulgles. I like the Bulgles. Let's go with the Bulgles. Bulgles. The Philagia. Philagia. Georgia, Gia. It's like fucking Philadelphia. Motor. They suck. <laughs> well, do we wear green or red? Maybe we wear both, like Christmas. <clears throat> oh my I god! Think... Could you imagine colorblind people watching that game, not knowing who has the ball? What team was it? <laughs> Didn't that happen the other year? It did. Color rush with the Kansas Bills and the Jets. City. Yeah, because uh... the Jets hosted and they wore their all green uniforms, and then the Bills wore all red. And people were literally saying online that they couldn't tell who had the ball because they were colorblind. Well, yeah, isn't that why it all came apart as a color and a white? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, because of black and white TV. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway, um, yeah, I have that being close. Um, I hate picking a Super Bowl winner this far out. That's the point. Is that because you don't want to be a homer? I really don't want to be a homer, but I also think our team's very good. I think we're the slightly ahead of San Francisco. It's that close. I mean, I have Philly, San Fran in the championship game, and Philly winning. Yeah. I got the Lions beating Philly. I'll put it to you this way, Cookie. If they finish the same record and San Fran does hold the tiebreaker and it goes through California, I, I would probably pick San Fran to beat Philly being at home. I think that's how close it is. What if it goes through Detroit? Uh, I don't think Jared Goff has enough to get there. What about Dan Campbell? I love Dan Campbell. Oh, my God. Did you see the, the report that if, Dan Campbell wanted a live lion on the sideline? Oh, yeah. I sent that to you, right? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I love it. Who, who, isn't there a college team that has a live, like, big cat on their sideline? Is it? Um, does know. LSU have a real tiger? I, I don't think that's allowed. I don't think that's allowed either. Like, you're well, not... Colorado has a real buffalo that could trample people. Texas has Bevo, their giant long-horned steer it's perception it's not the reality of which one's more dangerous (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) if you had to go into a ring with one of them you're not picking the tiger i picked a bull i probably picked the bull as well i probably picked the buffalo it's not a bull it's a steer so there's no testosterone 
Oh, that's well, fine. Not nearly as aggressive. Definitely that one then. Yeah. So. So who do you have winning the Super Bowl? I think the Bills, with, Eagles. I think I'm gonna have to go with Philly. I am. Um, I had Bills, Eagles, and then Bills winning. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Dude, it's so hard because like I look at look at like the Bills team, and every year you think that they're gonna do it. Like mm. even last year when they played Cincinnati at home. Yeah. You thought, dude, it's snowing. This is perfect yep. for Buffalo. This is their game night, tailor made for them, and they get smoked. Like you didn't see it coming. So it's one of those things. I mean, it could it could happen with all this. I mean, like JP said, Detroit could make it. They're yeah. not that they're not that bad of a team. They're really not. I don't trust Jared Goff that much, but it could happen. He's already gotten there once. Yeah. Different times, but still. He also had the quarterback whisperer as his coach, and they had like a what a top two defense. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Side note. Yep. LSU does have a tiger, but it doesn't go on the sideline. Okay, there it is. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought I knew that. They Mike Mike the tiger. Mm-hmm. Drew hit me. I'm good. I'm still yakking, so um, I'm not drinking as much. And North Alabama Lions. There you go. They have Leo. The third. Leo the Lion? Leo the third. So, Nonetheless, okay, so you got the Eagles beating the Bills. Yeah. So, you know. Which sucks is interesting dick. because they're going to play each other in the regular season, too. So, there's a lot of really interesting matchups this regular season that could have not only playoff implications, but um, potential second matchups in the playoffs. So not only we get to see that team once, but then you're going to see them in the playoffs where it matters more. Um, could be on a different field, a different scenario. So um, I don't know if you guys want to make comments about like what I picked or if I should just move on to awards for the end of the year. No, I mean, I think it's pretty realistic. It's not – I think we're all Except pretty good Saints at that. Pick. Except for that well, Saints one. I forgot about Derek Carr. I'm sitting here going, there's no way Jameis Winston wins this many games. Well, that's the thing. Like even <laughs> the division itself is that bad or that kind of unknown. It's – Right. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I also think that Jameis Winston is better than <laughs> most of those quarterbacks. He's better than Baker. He is better than Baker in Tampa. And he's better than Bryce Young in Carolina because we don't know yet. You mean he's going to win I'm, what? Twelve games? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got back from Carolina. Beer run. Twelve games, Carolina. Bryce Young, rookie. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. I, let's I, go. Like, let's roll. I trust. I do trust Frank Reich. I think he's a great coach. Um, beyond that, though, I don't know if they have enough talent. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so I'm not just taking up all the time here. Let me just rip through the uh, postseason awards. MVP. <laughs> what? The key. <laughs> me just, just being loud. Just his fucking face. <laughs> uh, Fuck y'all couch. Don't mind me. I'm just sitting here drinking. Listen, to the meatloaf. <laughs> Fuck. Jazz. All right, hit someone me. at the door for you, and pick up your fucking skateboard. Hmm. 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 All right. Who's your MVP? MVP. I got my homie. You would. You fucking pussy ass. Uh, believe me, I want to put Jalen Hurts there, but seeing then what fucking he, do it. Seeing what he did last year. Then fucking do it. I don't know. We'll see. Went with Mahomes. Didn't try not to be a homer. Offensive player of the year. I have Justin Jefferson. Encouragement. Yes. <laughs> Encouragement. Yes. I mean, I got AJ Brown. 
Yeah. I, I remember that debate you guys were having with receivers. Jefferson won it last year. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there it shows you how much I remember from last year's awards. But I'm here for you. Uh, defense player of the year. Sorry, I was waving to them because I don't oh. remember. Yeah. yeah. So I have JJ winning the offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, I have Sauce Gardner. I like that. Yep. He's. I, I like wait, Hank, wait. What about JJ? I have Justin Jefferson winning. Uh, oh, oh, I got him JJ. Sorry. Yeah, I got really confused because you said JJ, and, and then like you said player. I'm like, didn't you just pick JJ Watt? <laughs> and then you like didn't saw him with the Philadelphia Eagles week 17. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did retire. He did retire. He did retire. Yeah. yeah. So confusing. Sorry. Sorry. Sauce. Yeah. So MVP, Mahomie. Offensive player of the year, JJ, Justin Jefferson. And then defensive player of the year, I have Sauce Gardner, corner. I think it's Jay Jettas. Jay Jettas, whatever. But Sauce, I didn't even think about Sauce. He was who... So good. It was between him and Parsons, and I feel like Sauce winning it is going to rely on a lot of interceptions. And I feel like Parsons is more likely to have, like... A sack More sacks and bigger tackles than Sauce is going to have interceptions. Well, especially because he's moving to end. He's no longer going to be listed as linebacker. a linebacker, yeah. right? But, I mean, he's more or less a stand-up end anyway. Um, I know, but he's so good. He is, but didn't they just lose, like, a defensive tackle or another end in their rotation where that's going to put more pressure on him and Lawrence? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think it, it's going to matter. It's the same as the Bosa's and, the, and Watt. And, okay. Well, all right. So, Nick Bosa, I will give you that. Joey Bosa, it's hard to say because like his brother definitely overshadows him. Oh, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not going to argue that, but I'm saying that it doesn't matter if those guys are single or double teamed. They're still going to do work. I don't and know, we, man. Well, we watch. Let me, all right, let me. We watch I'll, Parsons in college too. Just that's true. Destroying the fuck played, out of everybody. He also played linebacker and blitz like the A gap, the B gap. And eventually did rush from the outside as well, but he was more of a linebacker in college. Yeah, but it, but he was hellish in coverage too. Right. Well, because he's got one of the fastest sideline sideline. Uh, right. Which is going to be nuts when your D lineman, your stand up edge rusher, lines up and just peels off and covers like fucking Travis Kelsey. Not like, a fucking chance. Well, he, he can try. I mean, Kelsey's been burning linebackers for since day one, basically. But is he burning Parsons? He doesn't necessarily have to outrun him. He just has to, Mahomes just has to put the ball up and he'll go get it. Parsons so what, can't lefty, get up there. Lefty, eyes closed? Sure. Yeah. Or uh, what's the one I saw where he throws it behind his back and can hit the freaking crossbar? You see that? Oh, I saw him do the behind the back dump off to uh, Jarek McKinnon. The journeyman running back. You know what I've noticed? Drew hasn't spoken. Do you have opinions on things? You're just over there. Mm. I wouldn't ask a question, actually. Hit me. We were talking about like offensive player of the year and you know the whole award ceremony. Has any player ever won two awards at the same year? Damn, I should have tried to look, think of that for trivia. You can look that one so up. I was we're... in the process of looking it up. That's why yes. I'm not really talking. Okay. So. Has I believe it, it has. Yeah, like somebody won like uh, like a uh, rookie player of the year and then won like defensive player of the year or something. You're gonna have to check this. 1957. Jim Brown wins MVP and Rookie of the Year. Yes, that's, that's true. That, that is, is true. true. He's the only player to ever win Rookie of the Year, uh, and, of the year and, and League MVP. That is one of my trivia questions, so now i got to get rid of it. Crushed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is an 
Excellent question. Yeah, yeah, that's a very, very good point. Because how many other times it's happened, or is he the only? That's the only rookie to win MVP. Rookie to win MVP, but, but multiples, I'm not sure of. Well, you could also so you can see somebody as like, uh, yeah. you know, like Micah Parsons being like rookie of the year and then being defensive player of the year kind of thing, which yeah. didn't well, happen, which didn't happen, right? But he was well, he was got votes though, right? Well, I mean, so did uh, Bosa and Donald right. rookie years, right? Did, well, did Donald do it? Mm. Did he get rookie of the year and defensive, defensive player of the year? I don't think he got defensive. I don't player think he of the did. Year. Start, I'm but like, he finished like top three. So Jim Brown's stats for the year he he did that. He ran for 942 yards on 202 carries, so it's 4.7 average, and nine touchdowns in 12 games. Jesus, that's when they were really running the ball, quarterbacks through, but not like they do today. That's insane. But it kind of makes me want to know. 78 and a half yards a game. It it makes me want to know what were stats of some other running backs in that in that era. He won MVP and Rookie of the Year with 912, 42. I think he said. Yeah, so we'll we'll call it 912 games. Oh yeah, 912 games. Yeah. So what else is there? Like, did nobody else go over? 600 700 yeah yeah well it makes me wonder how many teams there were if they're only playing 12 games there's well, probably what 20 teams maybe i have no idea 57 you know what else is crazy though uh jim brown came out of syracuse right it was a four-year whatever letterman in football did you know he was also a three or four-year letterman in lacrosse no which i mean you guys probably don't know a lot about lacrosse but Syracuse, I don't know anything Syracuse, about lacrosse. Syracuse is more or less a blue blood of lacrosse, and for him to play both back then, mm. it's pretty impressive. Mm. Um, well, you know the movie the with Ernie, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, just draw a huge blank. Ernie Banks. He was the running back right after uh, Jim Brown at Syracuse. He followed basically exactly in Jim Brown's footsteps. Played running back at uh, Syracuse and also was a lacrosse letterman there too. And he got drafted by the Browns. They actually had him and Jim Brown at the same time. And then he, I'm not mistaken, he got like leukemia or something and died like three years into the NFL career. Oh, look, it was 1957. Yeah, you're right on. Hell yeah. I was waiting for Bova to finish. He's the only one to do it. Jim Brown. MVP and Rookie of the Year. That's impressive. You find anything, Googie? Yeah. Yeah, I just got the rushing stats for 57. So Jim Brown did lead the league by quite a lot. He had 942. The next was Rick Cesares, I guess, how do you pronounce it? But he had 700 yards that year (laughs) and six touchdowns. And he had – so Jim Brown had two less attempts than the second – Guy in second place. And had 242 yards more. Yeah. And three more touchdowns. Oh, okay. I mean, that 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 all makes perfect sense. So who was he playing for that year? Cleveland. He's only, he only they, ever played. They didn't win the Super Bowl that year? No, that was the last time. Well, there was no Super Bowl. Super yeah. Bowl didn't start till 66. Oh, you're right. But that was, what, the last years they were an NFL championship team. It wasn't 66, was it? I thought it was. I thought it was 61. 6 or 67. Really? And it was right around when like my parents were born. What is it? What is it right now? The Super Bowl 50. What do they just play? I can't believe I can't think of this. <laughs> you have won 52 and in 18. So we're 56, five years right? after that. So yeah, no, we just had, 67. We just, 
It's going to be. It was 67. There you go. I have Google at my fingertips. It's pretty bad. We don't even yeah. know what Super Bowl it's coming up. Well, I can tell you who played it and who won. <laughs> All right. So the Super Bowl the year. won the first two. And they beat the Chiefs. N- 1957 uh, was the Browns versus the Lions. And the Lions, Lions won 59 to 14. Yeah. Well, the Lions have wow. five, like five AFL championships or whatever the hell That's league it was. <laughs> the shit that doesn't matter before the Super Bowl. Yeah. But Furry always reminds me, well, they've won five championships. Okay. Oh, as an Eagles fan who had to rely on the past NFL championships that weren't Super Bowls, we also had, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, four, I think. You're wrong. I'm not sure. Five? Oh, I have no idea. I just wanted to correct you. Oh. I'll look it up. <laughs> the other best part about being best friends with your co-host is he uh, reminds you that the 1980 Philadelphia Eagles lost to the 1980 uh, were they the L.A. Raiders then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saskatchewan Raiders. I wasn't going to say anything. It was coming up. Well, so does the tuck rule. Every fucking podcast. It All came right, up so within the first two minutes of the first episode. Sure it sure did. I remember hearing it. <laughs> okay. I actually wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm you glad you did. All right, who as, as of now, the Eagles have won four NFL championships. So three before the Super Bowl. Mm, the the Super Bowl win, yes. Yeah. Really? I thought it was four. All right. right. Who's your rookie of the year? Well... No, it would be three because we won the championship last year. No, you didn't. You no, lost no, to the no, Chiefs. No. He's. You're... No, I'm talking about championship, not Super Bowl. No, we're talking. That's what we're talking about. No, we're talking about uh, NFL. Uh, 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 maybe if you had your fucking headphones on, you could hear what the fuck we were goddamn saying. Unreal. You're just sitting over there, all fucking loungy in your new goddamn cushy chair. It's ugly as hell, but it is. Comfortable. Oh my god, it's so comfy. Rip it. Wouldn't Rip know. Rip it good. Wouldn't know. I have a uh, folding chair, but. Now, we're, we were talking about uh, NFL championships in terms of like bef- pre-Super Bowl. So you're still the champion of the league. Yeah. 1948, 49, 60, and then 78. Not 78. Not 78. You're looking at the wrong thing. That doesn't make any sense. He's looking at NFC championship. Yeah. Of sorts. Sorry, that's Which what makes I was, no sense because we had like now. three or four oh, more since that's then. That's what I, I, I don't know. Because we, we won, or we, no, we went to three straight. So we've actually won two since then. No, no, no. It says right there. Before, three. No, three right there. Before then. the Super Bowl yeah, era. Read it. 48, 49, and 60. Okay. In 78. Go ahead, read it. No, 78 is when it was the, uh, oh, what was that called? That was the Miracle at the Meadowlands. That's won. it. Our boy Herman Edwards, the old scoop and score, which is uh, now why we have the victory formation. The Giants ran their tailback instead of going into victory formation because that was, didn't exist. And he fumbled, and Herm Edwards scooped it up and ran it back for a touchdown, and they lost. Hmm. The Giants the lost. Miracle of the Meadowlands Part 1. Oh, the other one's Part 2, Deshaun Jackson. And you're actually wrong. Part 2 was Brian Westbrook. Part 3 was Deshaun Jackson. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. All right. Anyways, enough on. Eagles stuff. Yeah, on fuck your Homer-ass okay. bullshit. I'm sorry. sorry. Not- I didn't bring it up. You I'm did. so done with it. <laughs> okay. Offensive rookie of the year, I have Bijan Robinson. Yeah, we all do. a clear choice. Um, could go other ways, but I, I don't think... I think it's his award to lose. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, I have coin toss between the two... Um, Best defensive lineman in the draft, which was Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. Jalen Carter. Huh. So imagine that. Imagine I think that. I think Anderson has a leg up right now, but I think Carter's potential is higher in terms of like production because he's going to be on a better team. 
and have better place pieces around him so that will make his job a little easier. But Will Anderson is one hell of a player. Um, comeback player of the year. This is more or less a joke, but I said Calvin Ridley. Yep, Kyle said that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who Does I that wanted count? to pick. Does that count? Uh, that's who I... That's, That's who, who I it want to pick. should be, but it won't be because of football politics. Right. Sure. And then, like, I was trying to think of another really good player that's going to have a good bounce back year that was injured. And the only guys I can think of is um, Lamar Jackson, who really wasn't injured the entire season, or uh, the Niners quarterback, Brock um, Purdy. Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. Oh, wait, they're all Niners quarterbacks <laughs> at one point. Uh, well, what about uh, Cooper Cup? I was going to say, uh, Cooper who's Cup. your four-string quarterback? <laughs> oh, uh, Josh Johnson. Josh yeah. Johnson. You could throw him in the mix, too. Good name. Um, no, I think Calvin Ridley should win the award. It'll probably go to somebody else. Big um, Josh Johnson. But I like those picks. And then my coach of the year. I'm giving it to Robert Sala because I think the Jets will be much improved. You mad because I picked a lot of stuff Cookie did? No. No. no did, you pick, did you pick Sala? Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. I thought you listened to the other episodes. I did, but I don't remember everything everybody wrote down. A while ago. Eh, lies. <laughs> okay, when was the last time you recorded an episode? A month ago? Two months ago? I don't fucking know. It's been a while. Yeah. So anyway, that's me catching up to... About what time. you guys have Jesus. gone through. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, now Drew, take... Drew's had so much homework ready. I know. I'm not actually ready to talk about it, though. But... Oh, all right. All right. Fire away. I'm ready. I can talk football all day. Let's say, are you going to go Hall of Fame since the Hall of Fame game is coming up this week? It is. Thursday. The first preseason game. Thursday. The Jets and Browns. Nice. Good to see Zach Wilson play a whole game. No mm-hmm. way. He's playing the first half. I think Rodgers says the first series. I don't think Rodgers... He's not even going to suit up. He's not even going to be on the field. (laughs) He'll be on the field. He can't not be on the field. I don't think he traveled. (laughs) Oh, my God. Could you imagine? They're going to start pulling basketball. How much heat he would catch if he didn't show up at all. He's in fucking Acapulco doing the medicine. (laughs) All I got to say is if he does show up and he's on the sideline in street clothes, I hope he pulls the... uh, um, what was that movie? Con Air look again. <laughs> With the slick slicked hair and the white beater and the jeans. <laughs> that was epic. I'm out of touch. What have you seen his uh his one was that uh, I think it was a, like a benefit party. He dressed in a Canadian tuxedo, like full bore. Like <laughs> long sleeve shirt, denim jacket, and pants. Where'd you get the t- Canadian tuxedo denim Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I think his hat was even denim, which is great. And he had the big, like, Fu Manchu mustache. <laughs> oh, man. It was so good. But, uh, yeah, are you want to talk predictions for the game, or you just want to go straight into the uh, Hall of Fame class? We can just talk about the class. Okay. Lay it on me. Uh, Revis. Uh, Zach Thomas. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Joe so... Thomas. Is he out five years? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty yeah, sure. So I'm pretty sure Revis and Thomas are first ballot. Should be. The whole class is Rondé Barber, Ew. Don Coriel, coach for the Cardinals and Chargers. Mm-hmm. Chuck Howley played for the Bears in Dallas. Yeah, linebacker. Douche. <laughs> you want to talk about douche? You should look at the TV screen. 
told you. That is such a good look. That is a great look. You should post uh, a picture of that on the Instagram. Joe Klecko. Look at the hat. Oh, no. Look at the other one. <laughs> that one. Oh, right that. there. That's the one. That's an actual Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. It's oh, legit. yeah. It's legit. That's great. Dude, the uh, guy that looks like him that shows up to all the games, he should show up looking like that, the Canadian. Wait, the guy from the uh, State Farm commercials? Rogers! No. Ah. Like, and the, the guy that's, like, actually in the stadium and, like, always, like, he looks just like him. You mean you the, fake, saw that? the fake Aaron uh, Rodgers? Yeah, the fake Aaron Rodgers. I got to see this. Google. So, yeah, Darrell Revis is in. Yep. Uh, Ken Riley played corner for the Bengals from 69 to 83. Okay. Damn. Joe Thomas. Oh, that's 14 years. Zach ago. Thomas. Marcus Ware. So it's actually a pretty good class. Originally, when I first when we were first talking about when the list got put out, I was like really unsure. I was like, Demarcus Ware in the Hall of Fame. But you looked up his stats. I looked up his stats and it's like, uh, it's kind of hard not to. Like he led the led Dallas. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, watch yeah. watch this. Look at him. Look, he looks right at the camera. Gives a point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it's unbelievable, great. right? It, it is pretty good, yeah. yeah. Uh, how much he does look like Rodgers. I'm yeah. curious to know, though, like, is he the same, almost the same build, too? Because, like, his face obviously looks the same, his hair and everything like that. <laughs> that's great. But if he's, like, you know. The fuck you care about build? Because, like, he could actually pass for Rodgers, like, walking on the street. If he's 5'6", he's not going to pass for Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that's what he's getting at. So Joe Thomas then, huh? Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. So part of Demarcus Ware was he led Dallas in sacks for eight, eight years. That's not hard to do. He led the league in sacks two years. That's hard to do. 2008 and 2010. He only played on one team that had a losing record. Uh, he won the Super Bowl with Denver. With Denver, yeah. That was what Peyton Manning. Career man. stats: He had 138 and a half sacks, three interceptions, one defensive touchdown. But it's it, overall he has the. Cowboys career sacks record, and he was voted first all or first team All Pro four times, second team three, nine Pro Bowls, and was named to the All Decade team in the two thousands. Yeah, that's pretty. So good like resume. when you listen to that, like list that off, like all right, he probably should be in. It just seems like he's so close to current the game, current game. It's hard I guess. to believe. Yeah, you know what's crazy to think about? As great as those stat lines are, all the First team, second team, stuff like that. Cowboys record, all decade team. If he doesn't win that ring with Peyton in Denver, he wouldn't be in. Right, which is which is wild because you think about all the stats that he has. Like you would think that'd be enough. Why did they? The put ring puts him over the top so much on the ring. That's I think that's what he's getting at because they they measure yeah. like well all right so let me put it to you this way. <clears throat> I hate changing sports, but it's the only thing I could think of right here in the moment is. MJ is considered the greatest basketball player of our time. He has six rings and a bunch of accolades, right? But he's not the doesn't have the most points ever. Doesn't have the most rings. Doesn't have the most rings. Bill Russell does. So like when people say all it matters is rings, well then why is Bill Russell not the greatest basketball player ever? He has eleven rings. It's insane. But like you look at what MJ did. So to that point, Marcus Ware only has one ring. I'm not saying he's MJ, but like look at all the rest of his accolades. But that ring puts you above and beyond. I could argue Terry Bradshaw has four Super Bowl rings, but if you look at his career stats, he must has more interceptions than he does touchdowns. Well, that 
this is where it starts to get fuzzy because you have to look at the decade that they played and all that stupid fuckable bullshit. I mean, if you look at like Troy Aikman's fucking stats and Brett Favre stats, they're not. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. But. Most interceptions ever, Brett Favre. Right. But also third most yards. Right. I think third. And if you ever see that interview with um, was that Antonio Freeman, his receiver, in like the uh, uh, mid to late 90s, he said at one point he had eight broken fingers on his hands because Favre threw that hard every mm-hmm. single down. Right. So... <laughs> Imagine that's nuts. Like, uh, it's so hard to go back and look at these old stats and players that are in. Because, I mean, look at Jim Brown. He wins the MVP for 942 yards in 1957. Right. If you're a running back getting 942 yards in this day and age, you're not playing. You're cut. (laughs) Unless you're in a running back by committee kind of situation. But yes, you're correct. Which is literally everywhere in the NFL. Yeah, and back then, Brown was the guy. Well, and back then, Brown wasn't a running back. He was the fullback. Because they only... Fullbacks then. So, yes, I agree with you with like Terry Bradshaw and that type of thing. But the decade they played... Matters. They were the elite of that time because you know which frustrates me because that that Steelers team was so good I know. You could have plug and played anybody at quarterback and they would have won yeah but at the same time nobody wanted to play quarterback then because they were just getting murdered <laughs> fair but you know it, it's like saying okay well you know 1995 mm-hmm. okay I'll take Aikman Elway Favre I would take none of them in 2020 See, I, I disagree. I would have I changed, I would have changed one of those. Well, no. Let him just bomb it down the field. <laughs> no, That's what everybody said, wants right now. Anyway. You said a 95, right? Yeah. If I can have a quarterback in 95 that's not on that list that I would take today. Sure. Dan Marino. He's like, what, third all time in passing yards? Was he short in the career? league in 95? No, that's Favre. I think Favre's third. Okay. Well, Marino's up there. I think it's, I think it's Brady Breeze. Favre. Brady passed Breeze officially for yards? Yeah, he played two extra seasons. Mm. Okay. Mm. 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 But either way, Marino, if you look at like when he ended, ended his career, what the uh, all-times yard list was, mm-hmm. he was like head and shoulders above everybody. I just right. slung it. Which, okay, well, whatever. Crap team, but either way. But you wouldn't take Marino to play in this day and age. I think he could, though. But... but I mean, he could, but he's not going to be the elite because you have to be able to scramble and huck. But Marino could run though. He wasn't a he, he wasn't a standstill quarterback. He wasn't that great. Okay, back back in then, his rushing. The, the Lam- yeah, but, okay, the Lamar back then was Steve Young, but he could actually throw. Right, right. and okay, yeah, <laughs> unlike <look>. Lamar. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. So you have the Steve Young back then that could run and throw. And he was just fucking elite, and they're winning Super Bowls left and right. Well, he only won one. Yeah, but they were basically like what they are now. They were always there. They're they're, they're a Super Bowl team. Okay, so every team that is making the playoffs now just about has a quarterback that can run and throw. Mm. Kirk Cousins doesn't run much. Well, he's not a... Well, that's one. one. I also wouldn't consider him an elite. 
his team or him an elite quarterback or his team an elite team. You just look at all the quarterbacks right now. Yeah, I'm I just mean, thinking about like to be elite. It's just everybody's. I wouldn't count Rodgers because he's fucking 45 years old. Right. Yeah, but, but I mean, okay, you got you could move in the pocket. You have Mahomes, Hertz, Allen, Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson. Herbert. Herbert. They're all, these are all these guys that can gunsling and can scramble like nobody's business. You don't have Tom Brady, Big Ben, Phil Rivers, Peyton Manning standing back there and just, Big Ben. Oh, shit. I'm going to get sacked and just fall. Right. Which is what, you know, Brady did. When the Mannings perfected that too. Right. Which I don't blame them because they're going to get murdered. They might as well just fall over and play another down. Right. But, that's what made Steve Young and Marino so different. It's because nobody else was playing that style. Yeah. Yeah. With both sides of the, with the passing and the running. Right. You had runners that, nah, couldn't pass. And then you had a plenty of passers. Right. So, but nonetheless. Which is kind of funny, like, because if you think about quarterbacks from, like, decades before... The Mannings, the Bradys, the Big Bens, the guys that were more stationary and just moved through in the pocket, like just to keep the play alive versus actually taking off and running. Look back a couple of decades before that, Stabler, he ran. Johnny Unitas could run. Um, trying to think of some other guys. Even back then, Otto Graham ran a lot. That's just way back. Uh, Tarkington was a great running quarterback and throwing for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny how it goes in waves. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, look at today's, look at the kids in, in college right now. Some of the best guys coming out in college. I mean, Anthony Richardson played one year in Florida and is what, 6'4, 6'5, 240, and ran like a 4'3, 40 and can run over people like a freaking Mack truck. Well, I mean, it's like, why did Will Levis get drafted? Second round. Second round. Because he has a cannon and he can run people over. Right. He's Josh Allen. He's Josh Allen without, well, not that Josh Allen's super accurate, but he's not quite as accurate as Josh Allen or he would have been a first-round pick. Well, Josh Allen. He wasn't doing too good in the beginning either. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah, but Josh Allen probably puts creamer in his coffee, not mayonnaise. That's true. This is also true. Um, But Jiet. Jiet? I was going to say. What was that? But yeah. Jiet? Jihad, right now. <laughs> All right now. Shout out to another podcast, New Heights. But uh, yeah, um, I just did it again. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Somebody stop it! I need a minute. All right, so this was kind of the. Are we still in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna go back to that because we got. <laughs> I mean, whatever. rabbit hole we, one. Yeah. We started on it, the left, and then. Yeah, up. so the, the Hall of Fame thing with, with the initial reaction to the Marcus Ware stuff, um, it kind of gets you thinking of other people that may or may not should be in or like fringe guys. Yeah, yeah. But another thing that I saw, it was a comment on something was basically somebody just saying, you know, are we going to weigh a really short like epic career over say a long, like maybe consistent or up and down career? And I think the example of that would be like somebody like Terrell Davis. Like, he had a very short stint of, like, holy shit, he's amazing. And then he had almost equal time of whether he was injured or just, 
you know, missing games, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Davis's stats, um, he had 1,117 yards, 1,538, 1,758, then 2,008. And then the following three seasons, he had 211, 282, and 701. And then he retired. So essentially, he had two and a half like amazing years where he was like the top guy. Right. And those are the years they won back to back Super Bowls with, with, uh, Elway. Is that when 90, 97, 98? Yep. Yeah. Cause they would have beat, uh, and Green Bay. Cause, Farvin Green Bay won in '96. Yeah, it was it was '97, '98, and then '98 they beat the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds. All right, so yeah, '97. You said '97, '98. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was 1,750 yards and then 2,008 yards. Well, and see that that's that's the other thing is that yes, he has rings, but he also set that milestone of 2,000 yards rushing. Right for the that's, first time in a long that's time, right? Huge. Right, and like that that's the kind of the argument is something like that. And then, so like somebody like Frank Gore, who's, who played for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a journeyman running back, but he has a 2000 yard season. He's got nine, 9,000 yard seasons. Two of the, then two seasons over 900 and well, doesn't every he other also, season was over 600, except one that was 599. Doesn't he hold the record for most rushing yards in a game at 296? Not Gore. Oh, I thought you said Peterson. No. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Peterson. That's a whole nother. Yeah, Peter, yeah Peterson's going in the Hall of Fame. Oh, if they would have... That's a... Mm, that was frustrating, mm. because the year he could have broke Eric Dickerson's single-season rushing record... When they didn't tell him? No, he knew he was close, but they were playing. I, I'll never forget. They were playing Detroit, and they were up, and they pulled him like halfway through the third quarter because they were up so much and they wanted him for the playoffs. And he was, I want to say, like thirty yards shy of breaking the record. And I'm like, dude, that's like potentially three carries. Just give him the rock and let him finish. And they didn't do it. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean. On the same line that you're talking about with Terrell Davis being in, where's Bo Jackson? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of like metrics of these players. Like Terrell Davis it has so few, I'll say few, but of amazing years versus a lot of these other guys that were just whether they were like consistently full good. show on the field that week or it was just they were always talked about. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of a weird right. Tweet. Like. I, I like that the NFL doesn't have as many people in the Hall of Fame and it doesn't work the same as what basketball and baseball does. Right. I like that it is so small, but there's so much of, well, what about this guy? What about, why is this one not in? Right. Like, no, who you cut out. It's also a popularity contest. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, like Dion said, it, it's somebody that changed the game. He doesn't really care if their stats are off the wall. Like, you went to go see Darrell Rivas play football. Right. Like you didn't give a fuck about the team. He wasn't like... Dude, that, that's a great way to look at it because that segues right into Calvin Johnson. Hmm. That's another good one. No, I, that's... I'm... And that, that, well, that's what brought all this up at work is we were talking about DeMarcus Ware and then I brought up Calvin Johnson where he... I don't think he played long enough. And if you look at his stats... He's at the very like bottom echelon of wide receivers in the so Hall many, of Fame. There's so many greats, but to to Dion. 
Well, exactly. Well, well, yeah. So Cookie's point that Dion yeah. made is, did you change the game? And he 100% changed the game. No, absolutely. I would agree with that. He was, yeah, for sure. He was yeah. impossible to cover. Well, I never thought of it that way until no. he literally just said that right now. That I, makes perfect fucking sense. I 100% agree. I've never heard of it or considered it that way. But that changes my whole aspect on who should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. But you look at like a Joe Thomas, who was a, was he number one overall pick with the Browns? Three. Okay. But he, started every season yeah didn't he only miss his first game is one of the games his last season yeah the first time he missed a start was like one of the last games of the year he played was it 11 season 13 no let's call it 12 either way between 11 and 13 yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) he uh he did not miss 167 games that's what he played 67. It's 10 seasons plus yeah. change. He, and, and he played consecutive snaps. It was 10,363. That's insane. Um, but they also said in his 10 seasons, 11 seasons, whatever that math works out to be, it sounds like it's a 10. Um, he never started a single season of his career 1-0. Yeah. Isn't that insane? <laughs> It was kind of sad oh, that he yeah, because re- the, the first year that he wasn't there, they won the first game. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was yep. the year that uh, re- the, the year he retired, he came back, I guess, for like the first game or whatever was on yeah. the sidelines, and they won. Yeah, isn't that the year well? that Baker took him to the playoffs for the first time? That's, that's what I was gonna say. Like, it was yeah. kind of sad that he decided to retire when he did, because that was right at the beginning of like, hey, the Browns are gonna start to, you know, they're at least a conversation team, and then Joe Thomas isn't there to play anymore. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's one what you were kind of saying though with, um, uh, you know, popularity contest or like not necessarily like a like a sexy position that changed the game. He was a bookend tackle for his entire career. I mean, he was that good and was that consistent and that uh, healthy or whatever to be on the field that much. So thank you. Um, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer in my book all day long. Oh, absolutely. Just like I think when Andrew Whitworth is eligible, uh, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer right away, too, because he was almost the same as Joe Thomas. I mean, he was a bookend tackle for a long time. He he did play for more than one team, and he eventually won a ring, which is great. And I wish Joe Thomas could have won one, but... Yeah, I mean, it's also the same with uh, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. He's first ballot. Lane Johnson should be first ballot. I agree. They're just they're just those irreplaceable players. You yeah, have they, them on your team. You don't have to worry about it. Correct. They just sure up that that position. Um, yeah, enough can't be said about shit. What is the what is well, uh, the left tackle for the Niners? Trent Williams. Trent Williams, exactly. Trent Williams. Another he, first if ballot he, Hall of Famer. He needs to be. Should be. Just like there should be a flag for him in motion. <laughs> this comes up too much. Oh but I fear for player safety. Mm. <laughs> it's so scary. I was gonna, I was gonna cough and go bullshit, but I don't think I even need to. What? <laughs> You're worried about players? Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> but self-explanatory. Well, well, shit, man. Hey, corner blitz. Trent Williams pulls. I feel bad for the corner. 
Don't blitz. <laughs> don't or, or don't pull. Use your elusiveness to get around a 360-pound man. Good fucking luck. Yeah, that sounds like a don't crowd the plate kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, or you can also uh, just go down. Just give up. Just give yourself <laughs> up. I've seen corners make those decisions when they see a guard or tackle uh, a center going to second level. Mateo a, did it. Blocking play. Like, yeah, just jump out of the way. <laughs> no, fucking right. Man, that's what Ramsey should have done. Now he's out. I'll say what last week. Shit. Yeah. Nonetheless, are we still on still Hoff things, or are we done with Hoff? Uh, Hoff, Hoff, Hoff. Well, Zach Thomas, love it. Yeah, Zach Thomas, that was great. Did you see that video, by the way, of when uh, they told him that he was getting in? Oh, that he was just staring at their feet? Staring at their feet? Uh, must have been a different one. I saw a video. I think he was with his like daughters and his wife. I don't know if they were at... like. Uh, like a backyard barbecue. Like, they kind of surprised him with it. He did not know it was coming. And, uh, yeah, he... No, that's what it was. They were already at his house, and he came home from running an errand or something, came walking up the steps, and there's his entire family standing there. He's like, what's going on? And the guy comes, like... The guy that, like, announced... That, like, tells you. There's, like, a specific guy. That's his job. Oh, yeah, that guy. The he's big just, guy. He's retiring. Yeah, he retired. I thought he did. I thought this was his last one. It may have been. Maybe, I don't know. But either way, the guy came out to tell him, and that's how he found out. Like, it was like a cool moment with his with his family or whatever, his daughters and everything like that. So. David, David uh, Baker. Wrong with me. Oh, that is right. David Baker. I did hear that. What the fuck is going on over there that you're laughing at I'm everything? I'm laughing at Bubba. Why? Just, is his, he animated? Yeah, just what he, this that little rants he just went on. It's good. Dude, this is, this is my life. You should hear him telling mm-hmm. stories. Oh, here we Four go. Four hours. Minimum. Carve out your afternoon. Just wait till we go to Penn State. Oh, hey, all of our fans, we're going to the Penn State whiteout game. The four of us. It's going to be a shit show. I'm excited. And we're going to hear some stories. Oh, man. This is going to be my first, I'll say, actual college football game. Just because I've never been to, like, a big school. Oh, you went to Army-Navy. I will, I, all right, so that technically counts, and that is a big yes, game. So that, I did go to Army game. Navy it's game. Huge, but it's it, it, I mean, I've never been to an Army Navy game, but I can imagine it's no Penn State game, right? And and before that, That's I went to a different. game. I went to a game in Hawaii when uh, the whole Brennan thing was going on. Colt Brennan, yeah. Ooh. Oh, so that was fun. yeah. The Rainbow Warriors just Fucking flinging it up right. and down the yard. But uh, guy had like six thousand passing yards in one season for college. Isn't he football. dead? Oh, yeah, shit. overdosed. Right. May he rest. In pieces, but yeah, those those are my college football experiences. <laughs> so I'll put it to you this way: um, being like growing up in a Penn State household and going to games as a kid, and then going there for college and continuing to go to games long after I've been done in college. Um, it's definitely an exciting atmosphere. It's one of the best atmospheres in college football. Um, especially night game where everybody wears white, the, the lights are bright white and like, it's just a whole different level, but it's different though too with army Navy, because that's a big time matchup for multiple reasons, not just football. Oh they, yeah. They don't, they just don't even give a fuck about the records at that time. No, it's just, it solely comes down to, um, the pride of your school with army Navy, you know, I think it's cause you get too close. Probably, but I don't know how close to sit. Put your fist to my mouth. Yeah, that's where you should be. Yeah, I was. He's pretty. He's pretty good. I think it's just too close. (laughs) 
<laughs> Littering and. Okay. Yeah. I just started noticing it, though. I've, I've been hearing it myself in my own headphones, but I just assumed that was, like, supposed to happen because nobody else said anything. Well, I can't hear anything because <laughs> oh, I'm on. Can I sit back this far? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. All right. Well, then I'll sit back this far. You don't well, now you're me. low on my levels. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, that's what matters. Oh, the levels. Levels. They've been good. I just changed up some of your shit to... Is it like the boss level in Mario? Yeah. Okay. Not even close. Oh. <clears throat> um... I yep. think I so, think we should take a break. Yeah? Yeah. Let's get some music. <laughs> you don't have any fucking music. You lost all of it. No, I got it. Okay, and we're back from a short little beer break that we took here. Cookie, where are we going now? We just finished up with our Hall of Fame talks. Do you want to go to trivia? Do you want to do spelling bee? Where where are we? We can hit spelling bee. You want to hit the spelling bee? Early. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is not going to go well. Okay. Cookie, are you ready? Nope. Okay. Active player. Defensive end. Baltimore Ravens. First name, Adafe. Last name, Owe. God damn it. <laughs> they can be spelled so many different ways. Adafe Owe. If it makes you feel any better, he changed his first name from Jason. <laughs> Doesn't help at all. <laughs> is that true? That is completely true. He right. was Jason at Penn State University. And then wanted to honor his heritage and switched his first name to Adafe when he was drafted by the Ravens in the first round. I'm just gonna, go, I'm just going for it. O W E H. Ding 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 ding. We have it. Nice. Cookie got his first one correct. I'm proud of you. Two and one, baby. Two and one. No, 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 no. One no, and two. One and two. One and two. You know what? That's not. I'm actually quite surprised. Yes. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm proud of you. That's good. I, I thought it was going to be a little more sideways than that. I'm going to take credit for that. I was going to go with O-W-E. That was my question was, was it E-A? So I was like, nope, I'm mm -hmm. just going with what I think. Yep. Well done, sir. I like I it. I got that. Damn, I should have I should have went with Ayuk. Spelled, That's easy. Spelled no, Jason. Sure. Jason? <laughs> There's so many ways. Hang on. Spell Wednesday. Nope. Nope. Oh, you, nope. Oh, not doing it. You can't do it. All right. All right. You want to play some trivia? Wednesday. Uh. All right. So I think the three of us know the answer to this one, but I'll I'll bring it up for Bubba. Who was the first person to ever be cut by the Panthers? First person in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I could probably figure. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I could probably figure it out if you gave me like a timeline. I mean, it was the first year they were in existence, yeah, so 90, team, 95, right? 95, I think. Oh, boy. That's yeah, not that much of a help. Um, offense or defensive play, player? Defense. Hmm. He went on to another entertaining career. I know we talked about this, but I can't even remember who it is. <laughs> I'm like, He's got to be a professional wrestler. So yes, He was a professional wrestler. Okay. I do remember talking about so I have a couple options in my brain. Kurt Angle. 
no. Irk. <laughs> I was going to say either The Rock, which I don't know if that's true, or I was going to say Goldberg. It is Goldberg, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. You know, by the way, his son is a preferred walk-on for Alabama as a linebacker slash tight end. He is, I think they said, uh, 6'4", 174. I believe it. That's that awesome. is not good. Not as thick as you'd like him to be, but if he's a preferred walk-on and hopefully he's a freshman, he has time to bulk. But, uh, yeah, he's apparently following his dad's footsteps with football. Football. All right, so that's the first one. Uh, this is a recent stat. Only player to score on offense, defense, and special teams in the same year. Devin Hester. Nope. Mm. Defense and special mm, teams. More recent. More recent, okay. That's weird. More recent than Devin Hester is what you're saying is weird? Yeah. Debo? You know the answer Debo to this? Samuel? No, Debo wouldn't play any defense. He doesn't play defense, yeah. Um, well, I was going to say Jacoby Jones, but he doesn't play defense either. Unless he was on for a Hail Mary attempt and picked it off and took it to the house, then that would count technically as defense. Right. That's what I was thinking. But I don't think it's Jacoby Jones. No, yeah, I'm thinking it's got to be a cornerback. Cornerback or safety who got to play wide receiver or running back. Mm. Or linebacker that they brought in as like an H-back role. No, I think he is a corner. Wouldn't it be... Oh, shit. A corner that also plays special teams. Well, it would be kicker or uh, no, no, no. It'd be a cornerback who returns punts. Yeah, or kickoffs. Uh, are you saying punt? You're just saying special teams. Punt. Special teams. So it's a kick returner, or punt, or a punter. Yeah, or I mean, a or punt, punt yeah, some form of returner. Right. And I'm willing to bet they're not a very great starting player. They're probably not a one or a two for cornerbacks. More like a nickel corner. Which then, would they, how would they have scored on offense, though, as a, like, goal line package where they come in and take, like, a jet sweep or something because of their speed? I have no idea. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Same season. Yeah. I, I, different train of thought. I was in the same game. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, I could have scored any point during a 16-game regular season. 17. These are his stats for that year. Before that. Yeah, he's probably 16. He had two interceptions for 87 yards, one touchdown. And he had 39 solo ta- or 34 solo tackles. Uh, he started in four games. And he had 362 return yards. With a touchdown. Is this Brian Dawkins? No. Uh, Doc never. It's within the last. Offense. It's within the last five years. I, dude, I have no fucking clue. No, Give us a say, If you want the answer, I, say, answer I, I want a team. I don't a want team? that yet either. I don't want that yet either. I was going to say Patrick Peterson, but there's no way he only made four starts because he definitely did special teams and was a returner and actually. He know, plays in the out. AFC East. Currently. Yes. Even when he did this. Yes. Okay. Safety for the Bills. Well, he said it's a cornerback. Oh, duh. What am I thinking? Um, 
And not a very good cornerback. <laughs> well, not a, not a starting top two corner. All right, I'm giving up. We're giving up. I remember seeing this. Bubba, Bubba's never going to give up, so you're All just right. going to have to ruin his fun. So he plays for New England. His name's Marcus Jones. It happened in 2022. Never no fucking clue. <laughs> never <laughs> so, heard of him. It's like early, yeah. Yeah, that's Recent, fucking... That's, that's a, no, that's an interesting question. I don't like it. Uh... Well, I thought Devin Hester was a really good guess originally. <laughs> All right, I got two that I want to choose from. Why don't you choose both? Yeah, we got time. Uh, I don't want to run out. Yeah, but the first question was really only directed towards Bubba. That's true. All right, the only player to rush for over 2,000 yards in high school, college, and the NFL. Adrian Peterson. Derrick Henry. Nice. Bubba's right. He passed the key, please. And it wasn't... Oh, in high school, it wasn't even close, right? Wasn't he putting out like 3,000 yards? Yeah, it was a fuck ton. Because <laughs> <laughs> he more or less was not quite as heavy or as muscular, but basically the same size as he was in college. All right, I'll do one more. This this one's, I feel, more of a common stat. What wide receiver has more tackles and drops? It's got to be a guy that plays for a team where his quarterback throws a lot of interceptions. More tackles than drops. And he's got to have good hands. Hunter Renfro. Devontae Adams. Matt Collins. Oh, Matt Collins. Oh, my God. Uh, Good old Matt Collins. <laughs> Gotta love some Matt Collins. Uh, it's, it's, it's not Matt Collins? No. Oh. Well, that probably includes him on special teams. He probably had a lot of... I was going to say he has uh, special teams. Matt Collins sounds like he catches balls and also does your taxes. Fuck. All right. What was the question? What wide receiver has more tackles than drops? Oh, I thought you were for real with Matt Collins. No. <laughs> that wouldn't have surprised me at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Julian Edelman. No. Current player? No. Okay. Hall of Fame worthy? Heinz Ward. No. Yes. Ooh, Randy Hall. Moss. No. Uh, so they're not in the Hall of Fame yet. Where Ooh, they are. No. They're not in. So last five years. Steve Smith. No. <sighs> He's feisty, man. He yeah, gotta be Hall of Fame worthy. Steve Smith is pretty freaking good. But no longer playing. Steve Smith doesn't play. He's on NFL Network as an analyst. A tight end? Wide receiver, you fuck. Put your headphones on. <laughs> so like a tight end, though. Yeah, right. Gronk? <laughs> oh my god! I go with uh, is, it, is, it, is that not the answer? I go with no. Matt Hollins' uh, brother, Mac Hollins. <laughs> is, is it is it Matt Collins? No, no. so it's not Matt Collins. No, no. or Mac Collins. Oh, sons of bitches! All right, can we get a hint? Ow. Adam Thielen. Now he's still playing. NFC West. Just give a team. No, 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 no. <laughs> you want to? Do you know how to see the what teams are in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's Larry Fitzgerald. It is Larry Fitzgerald. It is Larry Fitzgerald. God. Yeah. As soon as. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely Hall of Fame. You know, you know what? Bound. You know what he messed, should be anyway. You know what messed me up there? When he Kyle. said uh, NFC oh. West, 
I went and like thinking in my brain of the best team in the West at San Francisco and worked my way down because Arizona is the worst team in the NFC West. It was the last team I thought of. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, dude. They uh, weren't always that bad. No, well, no. When they had Larry Fitz in his prime, they were actually a really good team. And Carson Palmer and Kurt Warner. Dude, they should have won that Super Bowl against the uh, Steelers. Santonio Holmes. He was out. He was out. Plus, the ball was not in play. There was no ball. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's that's it. I that's, thought it was a touchdown. That's what I got for trivia. You don't even know what we're talking about. Sure do. All right, then. What was the score? 19 to 12. Definitely not. But it was fast. <laughs> was it 33, 31? I actually don't know. It's just giving you a hard time. Yes. Yes. Cookie, you got more questions? Uh, I mean, I I don't. All right. Do you have somewhere else that we're going on this podcast? Oh. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Where do I have it? I mean, I can sit there and just start talking. Bubba, are you feeling relaxed yet? I am. Do you I'm... feel like you, you feel like you're into it? I am into it. Other than the fact that your chair is uncomfortable as fuck. I'm probably exceeding the max weight limit by 150 <laughs> pounds, yeah. I, I have a couple of the this or that. Ooh. So next season in free agency, do you think T. Higgins or Mike Evans finds a new team? Mike Evans. Hmm. I think he's going to leave the Bucks after that many consecutive 1,000-yard seasons? Yes. I disagree. And here's why. They have to pay Chase. They have to pay Burrow. They have to pay a lot of other guys, and Higgins is going to be the odd man out because Boyd won't command as much money. I've already seen somebody talk about that um, as far as, like, they could try to trade him. So it's not actually your opinion? No, I agree with that opinion. That's what I'm getting at. Nah, nah. Versus Mike Evans is the number one, clear-cut number one on his team. He's not going to leave Tampa. I think he's going to want to leave because he's going to have a season with fucking Baker Mayfield. Agreed. Yeah, but you could also argue that they could sign another guy or draft a guy because they're probably not going to be that good because of Baker. He already has a ring, so he just wants to get paid. Why not stay there and just rack in the cash? Well, because he could probably get paid somewhere else. But where? More. Where? Fucking anywhere. Who wouldn't want Mike Evans? Not about wanting him. It's about being afford him, being able to afford him. Well, I'm, but... It's not like Tampa's going to shell out a ton when they have Chris Godwin. They, they could, though. They don't have a running back to pay. They don't have a quarterback to pay currently. They have more. I, I could argue they have better cap space than most. Maybe, but I don't think that they're going to want to put it in two wide receivers. Again, if you're not paying a quarterback or a yeah, but if you end but, or a... Yeah, but if you don't have a quarterback, why are you going to pay a wide receiver? Because a wide receiver makes an average quarterback look good. Since when? Since always. Name one. Big Ben. Michael Irvin. Ooh. That's a really like that. good one. I like that. <laughs> Jerry Rice. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Shots have been fired. No, Jerry Rice would make anyone look good, but he did have good quarterbacks. I'm not going to deny that. That yeah, uh, yeah. Was his worst was Mike Glennon, right? Or uh not Glennon, Gannon? Was he the Rich Gannon? Yeah, was he the Raiders quarterback? For yeah. any of the Rice years? Yeah, but Gannon won the MVP. They also went what 14 and 2 that year. 
No. 12 and 4. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was up there. Yeah, that that the year they lost the Super Bowl, Gannon won MVP. So he wasn't the garbage quarterback. He had to get rid of No, Chuck. but he wasn't like had to get rid of Chuck. He's not a hall, he's not Montana or fucking Young. Yeah, like well, how many fucking Montana and Youngs are there in the NFL? Not many. I'm just negative saying, like, two because they're both in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like at least one. He still got a Super Bowl, but he wasn't like. Jesus <laughs> Christ! There it is. There's the fucking squeal. Oh, Was fucking that a toot? Yeah, maybe. So, uh, I think T. Higgins is gonna stay because. It's his best chance to win the stupid bill. Yeah. I think he's willing to take a little bit of a hit to stay with Burrow and Chase. I think he wants to be a number one and he wants paid because the more you see guys like look at Jonathan Taylor coming out, wants to trade now because of, well, not only what Ursay said, being an idiot owner, but, uh, he feels like he's underpaid. No, whole whole different ball game. You're going wide receiver to running back. I'm That's a saying. whole different discussion. You want to get into that right now? I mean, I don't want. I really don't want to. I was gonna say I don't want to railroad the show. I'll railroad my foot up your ass, Drew. Did you do you have anything from like Instagram or anything? Like not Drew. Not do you have anything to shout out? Do you have I'm anything saying, to say? Like I don't know what anything new that you have that's been going on. I mean, I do have a couple of notes. It was. Uh, one was Dalvin Cook maybe going to the Jets. Oh my God! Did you hear, did you hear about that? So he had his his uh meeting with the Jets, mm-hmm. and then he went for lunch or dinner or something. And wherever he was at, there was a guy reading the article about Dalvin Cook going to the Jets and had a workout and a really good meeting. And the guy's talking to Dalvin, not knowing it's Dalvin, and saying, "Man." If this motherfucker would sign with the Jets, they'd be like a fucking all-star team. He's fucking talking to Dalvin Cook and has no idea. Dalvin's just like, yeah, that'd be cool. Wow. Yeah, that's that's wild. I actually saw something about that today saying that, like you said, great meeting. Um, Jets are putting together an offer to send to his representation on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And when... The meeting ended. The Jets got the feeling that they weren't in a rush to try to get a deal done. So it's it's kind of sounds like it's on the back burner. Huh. That he's exploring other teams still. Which, I mean, to me, as a Jets fan, you probably look at it like you got Brees Hall. Why would you stunt his growth or not give him a chance coming off of injury? I get it. Dalvin Cook's good, but he also has an injury history as well. And how much yeah. do you have to pay for him? Well, and you're also forgetting about um, Michael Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter. Who's no, who's no schlub. No, I mean, a... I don't think he's a one, but I think if you have Carter and Brees, you have a good, you know. One-two hit, yeah. Yeah, you Carter, have a good... Carter was taken early as a draft before mm-hmm. Hall did, and then they traded yeah. up to get Hall. Yeah, I mean. They were, di- they were in different drafts. They had, yeah. a, they had a year with Carter before Hall. Right, but they. they... also a second-round pick who is on a rookie deal. Why would you spend well, the extra money? Carter's only a year ahead of him. Right, right. But I, I, that's what I'm getting at. You have two guys that aren't making Dalvin Cook-type money. Well, but the only thing that makes sense is that they're looking at it's this year or bust. If they if they pick up Dalvin, that's what they're saying. Well, Because well, how, many, how many years do they have with Rodgers? 
At least two. How many years do they actually have with Rodgers? Well, he's under contract for three, and I can't imagine he's going to walk away unless he physically cannot perform. He'll be there for three. He'll stay there for three, because otherwise he would have retired from Green Bay and not been forcing a trade out of Green Bay. Maybe. He had $100 sitting on the table. Why would you walk away from $100 million? He just restructured his deal, too, but that's another story. To go play with his offensive coordinator? That John Payton was talking shit about. Mm-hmm. That is correct. <laughs> but Honestly, that was a game when I was picking my uh, but but <laughs> but but, but, think, but, yeah, but think about it. Okay, losing that. I don't care what anybody says. Rogers ain't that losing was... that game. But think about it. I mean, Rogers wants out. He goes back to familiarity with Hackett. Sure. And inherits top five defense. Yeah, I mean. Sure, and he's got good young rookie receivers. Um, yeah, decent it, running game. They tried to bolster their offensive line and through the draft. Right, so they add Dalvin Cook to it, yeah. and they're poised and looking like they're going to make a run. I, I personally would like to see, or if I was a Jets fan, I would want them to not necessarily get or go all in on Cook. From the standpoint, then you could be buried cap wise, and that doesn't leave you any kind of wiggle room in case you need to sign somebody else. There's a guy that gets cut that you want to pick up, or you have to trade for somebody. You need the cap space to make the trade happen, because like they could have an injury, or some guy be, could become available before the trade deadline that they want, and then they don't have the money. Yeah, well, maybe they pick up Cook and trade Carter. They could, but you're not going to get a whole lot of return for Carter, I would imagine. I don't know. <laughs> you boys have anything else you want to chime in? Thoughts, prayers? No. About uh, the Dalvin Cook? No. Okay. I'd like Josh Jacobs to sign with the Raiders. Well, that's another story. I mean, he was part of that whole uh, Zoom call that, was it Chubb put together? Uh, Eckler, I believe. Yeah, that's right. It was Eckler. Chubb was involved in that. Derrick Henry. Um, Saquon, Jacobs, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't blame you there. He's a cornerstone piece for your franchise. Well, it's just, it's so shitty because he's sitting in the parking lot with Max Crosby waiting to go in and sign his contract. On, On the day that on on the deadline day. It had to be by what, like four PM Eastern Standard or whatever. Yeah, on like he, a Tuesday or something. Yeah. He was in the parking lot with Mad Max waiting to go in and sign. He just wanted to make the deal. And the Raiders didn't do it. Oh, the Raiders didn't do it. Raiders didn't do it. See, that's that's what gets me sometimes with like the media there. Because the at way least that's they... what at least that's what they're saying. I mean well, they're Jesus... coming out saying that they offered him twelve mil a year, which is Pretty good, mm. but nobody knows what the guaranteed money was, and that's what he wants. Well, yeah. Which I don't blame him. No. Because, I mean, if he's going to be the number one, he was a leading rusher, mm. he's going to get the shit beat out of him. He was the number two rusher in the league. Number one last year. He yeah. won the rushing title. I did. 100%. With what the NFL deemed a horrible offensive line. Yeah. So, horrible offensive line, and he's a leading rusher? Well, that's got to be all on the player. Fucking pay the man and call it a day. Right, and that's kind of where the leagues 
um, transitioning to now, you see it across the board, no matter what position, they're all looking for guaranteed money because that's why I believe the MLB, the NBA, and now you're, I think you're starting to see it more in NHL if it's not fully in the NHL. The biggest thing with NBA and MLB is they're guaranteed money. Bryce Harper signs a $300 million 13-year contract. His 13th year, he's going to be 39 or 40 years old. There's no way he should be getting paid that much money. He might not even time. be in the league. Like, right, he might not be. There's guys that get out of baseball, and they're paid for eight-plus more years. Bobby Bonilla. I knew it was coming. July 1st, but Bobby Bonilla at, day. At the same time, I mean, Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year deal. He did, but he also signed a 10-year deal when he was 25, 26. Yeah. <clears throat> but he didn't get near as much guaranteed as everyone else is getting. True, but he also has a 10-year contract where everyone else got four to five. Right. So what's to say he, and I'm sure there's some kind of insurance in that contract where like he blows, you know, can never play again. He still gets some of that money. Well. But either way, that's the whole point. That's where they're going now. I mean, look at, Look at the offensive linemen. They're even signing guaranteed deals now. I mean, Zach Martin, that's the reason he's holding out in Cowboys camp. He's like the sixth or seventh highest paid interior lineman in the league. I think it's lower than that. Lower than sixth or seventh? Maybe. I, I thought f- I saw like seventh. But... Oh, I thought I saw that he's underpaid by like $6 million. A, a year. Yeah. yeah. Compared to Maybe. others. But the point is... is not only is he looking to make more, I guess, a year, but I think he wants his contract restructured so that he gets more guaranteed money because of how good he is. And because for the most part, I think this past season was like the first time in a long time that he missed games. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, not going to lie to you, the way the Cowboys run their offense sometimes makes you wonder why aren't they running behind that offensive line? Because they don't have a running back. Well, they, they didn't last year. They do now. I mean, Pollard was pretty good. They had Pollard last year. Behind Zeke. They don't have a running back this year. Pollard? He didn't sign. He's going to. I don't think he is. <laughs> He'd be stupid not to. Well, what what's the difference between Pollard and Jacobs? Jacobs has proven he has a better leg to stand <laughs> on. Yeah. Pollard, Pollard was proven last year. Less money. He was proven last year. Pollard's probably going to get maybe $10 million a year. That's what his franchise tag is, and he's not signing. Probably because he wants a long-term deal, and the Cowboys are going to say, prove it, carry the load for a year. They don't, he doesn't have to decision. prove it. He fucking kicked Zeke's ass last year. True story. Well, they rode Zeke like a $2 hooker for They're how many still, years? Right, and then for $3, they had Pollard. They're still talking to Zeke. He can still come back. I think he, just, he just met with the, the Patriots. He did. He just had a visit with the Patriots. Which really sucks for anybody who wanted to draft Ramadre Stevenson. I'd still draft Stevenson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Belichick, the second Zeke starts sucking wind or doesn't do what Belichick wants him to do, he'll cut his ass. He doesn't care how much money he's making. Yeah, like when he jumps into the big red fucking bin. Salvation Army. Too much? Not enough? (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking redonkulous. Uh, but yeah, Pollard still hasn't signed. So and Rojo suspended two games for Peds for what? PED. Oh, really? Okay. He recently came out and said it was heart medication. Ah, uh, from his COVID shot. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, well, I mean, well, steroids will make your heart race. Hey, so. let's uh, <laughs> let's really just fucking derail this some bitch. And uh, how about the Broncos' wide receiver room? You see that? Almost to the day, Tim Patrick tore his uh, ACL in 2022. Mm. Mm. <laughs> tore his Achilles in 2023. Out for the season. I didn't see that. Did you see KJ Hamler? No. Cut off the team. I did actually. I didn't know that. I thought you were because say he had of an a heart issue mm. that he has to wait to get cleared up and whatnot. I'd be curious to know if there's a players association thing in like a contract that he can't be cut because of a medical condition like that. They would just say it's not because of the condition. Because if you could prove it. Maybe it's different. I don't know. All right, so moving on. Jonathan Taylor trade request. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah. JTT. Oh, Simba. Trade request. (laughs) So he is not getting his trade because apparently he suffered a non-football back injury, which in turn the Colts could put him on the non-injury football list and not have to pay him and his contract will be extended by one year. So it would slow down his free agency. He literally has nothing to stand on except for those two legs that don't work. Other than the fact that their backup just got hurt. Oh yeah. And he was number one running back, what, two years ago? Two years ago, yeah. Yep. Naheem Hines broke his arm. Well, that's the other thing is Jim Irsay. No, not Naheem Hines. Zach Moss. Yeah. There was that trade. That's yeah, what it was. Hines went to the Buffalo and Zach Moss went to Indy. Yeah, well, didn't Hines, Hines fucked himself up too? Yeah, he did. He did. Sure. Um, no, it happened, Drew. You don't an, have to shake your head now. Was that a knee injury, I think, or something? That was during the season, though, wasn't it? Towards the end no, that was like last week. Oh. What am I thinking of? Am I the only one that doesn't think that? God damn it. Now I got to Google things. That's what Drew's for. He's not doing it. <laughs> Well, Drew's asking good questions, so I won't knock him too hard on that. Um, no, I was going to say, Ursa is a piece of shit owner. Um, he, he did shit like this before to players, like where he kind of slides their name. <clears throat> oh, my God, Naheem Hines. He's the one that got hit by the jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it is. No, it is funny. Where was he riding it? Lake Erie? Like he wa- <laughs> he was sitting on it and got hit by another jet ski. No, oh, yeah, that's right. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, where is this dude riding jet skis? Lake Erie? No, I-76. Interstate 76. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God. So yeah, sitting this, on the trailer. <laughs> this is a weird thing I saw for the whole uh Jonathan Taylor situation. Says the Colts once allowed Andrew Luck to keep the entire twenty four point eight million dollars they could have recouped after he abruptly retired, and it says to see them go to this measure with John and Taylor, Jonathan Taylor is remarkable, like how completely different. Well, they're also saying that it's an agent issue. That oh, somebody compared the agent and said they are the smartest person in the room if they're alone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my um, that's God. That's much about the office furniture and the walls. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess the agent's giving bad. I don't know. See, I don't, I don't know, know if I believe that because 
Ursay has done stupid stuff like this in the past where he's like John Elway said something about like John Elway, a current player on his roster. Was it John Elway? Sorry, keep going. Well, Elway only ever played for the Broncos, so yeah, wrong. No, 100% right. How so? He only ever played for the Broncos. Colts had first pick. He pulled, he was was the owner when he got drafted. You know this for a fact. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there you go. the one that moved him from Baltimore to fucking Indy you know in the middle why, of the night. You know why he moved him? No, I wasn't going to say, you know why he moved them from Baltimore. I meant, do you know why he was willing to trade Elway? Uh, they were drunk at a bar. Is that true? Yes. Oh. I heard it was because uh, Elway threatened to sit out because he also got drafted by the Yankees that year and was going to go play baseball. Well, that was his leverage move. Right. Was, hey, I have this other option. Right, which is why he was willing to sit out. Well, that was the same with Bo Jackson and not wanting to go to the Buccaneers because they, they ruined his college football shit because he went down there for a visit and then went back to school and then was like, no, you can't come back. Sanctions, dumbass. You can't go talk to NFL, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Even though Bo cleared it with Tampa saying, hey, can I come do this? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. It's great. Everything's good. Dumbass. Man, we really go down the rabbit hole. I look at it like... What the hell happened? Look at it like you're using other examples to solidify your point. So I wouldn't say it's too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, well, the problem is I don't remember where we started. We started with Jonathan Taylor, the whole trade oh, request. Simba. And where we're at. Yeah. That's where we started. <laughs> yep. Are you yeah. ready for the next one? Yeah, fucking right. Drew is ready you, for bed. What are, your, what are your thoughts of the uh, running back situation in Seattle? Uh, we were just talking about this. Me and, you, we... did, me and you did for a little uh, bit. Oh, uh, with uh, Kenneth Walker. What's wrong with him? There's something wrong with him, right? Both, both of them have injuries. I don't think they have. Walker's the groin, I'm pretty sure. He's the nagging groin. And then there's a shoulder injury, I think, or a broken arm or something. I think somebody's out for the season. In Seattle? Well, it's a a shoulder issue. Refresh my memory. I think it was uh, indefinitely. Is it Carson? Chris Carson? No. I could have swore we saved. Or could have swore I saved that. Are you sure it's not Chris Carson? Because... uh... Penny signed with the Eagles. Oh, uh, Charbonnet. Oh, the rookie mm. out of UCLA, third round pick. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's hurt already. Mm-hmm. In uh, minicamp OTAs, what? Mm-hmm. One of the two. Trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Mm. They say what the injury is or no. Discomfort in his shoulder. Mm. Which, I mean, we can ask Quickie about that one. Been there. Still there. Still there. <laughs> Still there. We played cornhole. What's new, pussycat? And the guy made it through three quarters of a game and said, I have to throw left-handed. For now, DJ Dallas and rookie seventh-round pick Kenny McIntosh will work in the backfield alongside Geno Smith. Let's talk about that real quick. Do you think Geno Smith is... Uh, the no matter what you say next... No. He's Jeff Garcia. 
He is Jeff Garcia. It's not a bad comparison. That's a great comparison. He is 100%. Like, you could absolutely see him being that guy that's like, man, this is this fringe guy that nobody ever really talked about being, like, elite and then managed to get it done. Like, that could happen. Speaking of which, uh, absolutely. When Gino was drafted by the Jets, uh, I heard this on the uh, New Heights podcast. Travis Kelsey had a meeting with Rex Ryan and the Jets. They said, we're taking you unless Gina Smith is still there when we pick in the second round because they didn't have a first-round pick. And Travis Kelsey's like, sweet, I'm going first first pick in the second round. This is going to be great. And then the first round ended, and Gina Smith is still there, and he was like, fuck, because <laughs> he knew he wasn't getting picked. And he said it's actually the second time that Gino screwed him out of an opportunity when he was uh, being recruited out of high school because Travis Kelsey was a quarterback out of high school, Cleveland Heights. He went to a West Virginia football camp and thought like he had a real shot at getting a scholarship offer at West Virginia. And then Gina Smith showed up Ah. same camp. And he was like, well, there goes that. (laughs) That's not going to buff out. No, but I think it worked out for Travis Kelsey because he switched, I think his senior year at Cincinnati to uh, tight end. And now look at him. I mean, he had, I think his first two years at Kansas city, he was, Sitting behind, was it Anthony Fasano? Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. No, he said there's another name. But either way, he, um, yeah, he said that uh, he had to kind of come into his own with his route running and that kind of thing, and then really took off in year three. Mm. 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 Well, I feel as if we have run our course. Because Drew is sleepy. Kyle, Good, is, dude. Kyle is very laughy. <laughs> Bubba hasn't shut the fuck up in an hour and a half. Oh, there's that. And, it is getting late, though. Uh, it is getting kind of late, and I'm feeling pretty spry. Does anybody have anything else, or do we go to the Instagram shout-out that Drew probably isn't ready for? Nope, not ready for it. Okay. Right. I got one more of this or that then while Drew does All his right. homework. This or that me, and then let's see some jokes. More likely to break Harrison's receptions in a season record of 143. Well, all right, who do you think's more likely to break that record? Like, anybody? No one. You don't think? Not a fucking person this year. There were 10 people targeted more than 143 times last year. Still no. How many did JJ have last year? His targets was... Or his, even his receptions. He's probably over 100 easily, but was he 120, 130? Or was he down at like 114? Because 30 more receptions in the same amount of games is not easy. Wait, who... Last, last year, receptions, he had 128. Whose record are you talking about? Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. I didn't think he held the record. 143 is what he's saying. Yeah, but I thought it was Michael Thomas. What's what? Most receptions in a season? I thought he broke that like four or five years ago with Breeze. I I, I will admit to be wrong, but I don't no, think I, I am. Yeah, I have a very good chance I'm wrong. I hope you are. Oh, yeah, he did. He had 149. There it is. Okay. I'm the one that's wrong. 
Wait a <laughs> second. Either way, I mean, it's still a good question. Yeah, does anybody? Do you think anybody's gonna break that no. record? No, I mean that. Not a chance. Fuck. I mean, Jettas would need what twenty-two more catches. Yeah. That's fucking hard. Well, in ten games, it's just two more catches, but still, not always the easiest thing in the world to do. Plus, the more film they have on you, the more likely they are to cover you or try to make it. Well, and your quarterback's you. not Drew Brees. Well, that's that's something. That's something. That's actually one where I saw a potential landing spot for uh, your boy Trey Lance, Minnesota, Minnesota, Atlanta. Hot Lana. No, they got Taylor Heineke. Bubba's big on him. Heineke's done it before, man. All right, Drew, Drew Baca. He's over there smiling. You ready for us? I was laughing at the Heineke. Do you have an Instagram shout out? Uh, Yeah. Absolutely breathtaking, Heine. Bombers and bombshells. Oh, oh shit! Here old bombers go. and bombshells. Good old bombers and bombshells. I do love me some golf. Some Bombay badonkadonks. I'm very confused. Drew, put it up on the screen. Yeah, it's going up on the screen. <laughs> Gotta turn around. You haven't investigated any of Drew's shoutouts yet. No, I haven't. I probably. I like the waggle. Just some beautiful women golfing. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Unreal. Unfucking believable. So the the name of this page is the Bombers Club. Yeah, she's pretty good. Well, Drew, do you have anything to say? That's it. All you right. Have, you don't have a specific. Do you want to read the, the description? He doesn't want to read shit. Do you have a specific female that we're supposed to be looking at here? Or is that just like a page to follow? That it's is just a page of girls golfing. Have you seen Paige Sporanek? Well, she fits the mold of what you just kind of showed us, except she has her own page. Which is ironic because her name is Paige, but still. Fat slapper. I made it the entire fucking episode, and right in the last three seconds, the microphone decides to fall out. (laughs) Your mic fell out again? It sure did. Bubba, give a shout out. Well, she was a professional golfer, um, but she's a, you know, Instagram model, also still does charity golf events and that kind of thing, but she was on the LPGA Tour. Her name is Sp- uh, Paige Sporanek. Sporanek. Sporanek? Sure. Um, <laughs> like, it actually tips. matters that she does charity <laughs> golf events. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> She's hot as fuck on Instagram. Nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> she cares about the children. Oh my God. I was just trying to say, it follows Drew's, uh, <laughs> Drew's uh, little page he was trying to show us already. Okay, so from uh, what I can tell is we're, uh, we're all starting to lose it. So does everybody want to say their goodbyes or is it just left up to me to shut her down? All right, let's hey, get we'll ready. See you, we'll see you soon. All right. What do you have we, to uh, say, Cookie? Week to week here fairly soon. Yeah. Get through this preseason. It'll be a, a normal, consistent thing. Yeah, I'd like to say thank you to Bubba for showing up and hoping he comes back every week. What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I'd love to do it. Uh, hopefully, I didn't ramble too much, which can happen just naturally when I talk. So No, it happened, but it's fine. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And as always, everybody, have a good weekend. Thank you. Yep.